0: Welcome back to Money Unleashed with Chris Hoffman at the Hoffman Financial Group. Online, you can find us at unleashyourmoney.com. And Chris, as I look at what's going on out there right now, There's so many mixed signals. I mean, last week you and I were talking about S&P is up 20 percent from its low in October. So technically we're in a new bull market and I just heard all sorts of good things. It's uh, we've hit the bottom and we're all up from here.
1: Yeah. So there's no mystery from where we stand. I called it and called it a year ago. It's going to be a rolling recession from my perspective. A lot of people say, no, we're not going to have a recession or we'll have a soft landing. I think it's going to be a hard landing for certain sectors out there. Mm -hmm. And I think other sectors will take advantage of a changing economy, actually dating back to COVID. The workplace has changed yep. fundamentally, mm-hmm. and now we, are, we have artificial intelligence, which is all the buzz and rage, and everybody's pushing into that. That may cause some economic boom, and it's a sustainable boom, I think. It's not a fly-by-night or risky type of technology. So, it's something that we're watching closely, but it's going to make some of these sectors in the S&P 500 get a bump or a substantial run up. It's also going to cause certain sectors in the S&P 500, I believe, to suffer and go into recession. So, it's not a mystery from where I sit. The mystery would be If you have all the sectors in the S&P 500, how come you're not beating the Mm -hmm. S&P? You've got to rotate in and out of the right sectors.
0: Well, I heard a really interesting conversation yesterday, and it was – during the 2008 subprime mortgage crisis, it was all brought on by residential problems. It, is people had mortgages that they couldn't afford and the banks kept giving out those loans and then we had a lot of, you know, that it, it caused a huge recession in this country, a big depression almost. And now what they're talking about is a correlation between commercial real estate, because we're all working from home now. And all of these companies have all of this office space and they're trying to get rid of it and they're stuck with it. And where are those mortgages? They say they're at Regional banks, and that could make more banks fail, and we could be in for another cascade, more dominoes, kind of the same kind of thing. Yeah,
1: and I don't think anybody would deny it if you're out there working. I mean, our own building where we're headquartered at the Avalon and Alpharetta is living proof of it. Mm -hmm. We've got – we're on the seventh floor, and there are two other companies that shared – the floor with us. Mm-hmm. One of them has defaulted on, not defaulted, but they've passed on their lease. They're subleasing their space out. Okay. And the other company, I see maybe one employee <laughs> yeah. It once in a blue moon come onto the floor. Mm-hmm. So it is changing the commercial real estate landscape, which potentially causes pressure on the banks, as mm-hmm. you put, mm-hmm. and it could be regional banks. That contagion is not completely flushed out, and I think even... I don't know if it was janet yellen or somebody else said we haven't seen the end of don't call it a banking crisis but defaults on banks and possibly the larger banks buying these smaller banks now that could be profitable Mm -hmm. jp morgan bought whatever it was first citizens right and it might be very profitable for them day one but i think we're going to go through a bank consolidation And I think that commercial real estate is going to be under pressure among other sectors. Mm -hmm. So we're watching everything extremely close.
0: Well, when you think about it, if there's a strip mall and there's a grocery store in the middle of the strip mall and then all of those other little things that are on the side, the the health food store and the bird store and all these different stores and a couple of restaurants, and then all of a sudden the grocery store leaves – Everybody suffers, and a lot of those businesses may go out of business. If you have a big office building downtown, and all of a sudden nobody's there anymore, what happens to the restaurants and the parking decks and all the different things that are around that big? They go under, too, and this is where a recession happens. Yeah, and you've got anchor— Tenants, right? Right. If you go to the traditional mall, you look
1: on the map, It's it used to be Sears on one side. And and pennies and on the other. Dillard's on the other, yeah, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. Now it's- well, we don't want to have malls. We don't want to have closed malls. We mm-hmm. want to have open multifunction. Live, work, play. Yeah. All that stuff you like know, the Avalon. That's, that's yeah. That's where we are on the Avalon. Right. And it seems to work, but it's going to be a tough shift for mm-hmm. that segment. So, yeah, caution on that. But there are other sectors that I think are going to suffer too, namely with the technology driving everything. So it could impact workers. Read an article on supply chains that artificial intelligence will basically dehumanize all of the supply chain management, and that would be very healthy because it would be very exact, very quick. You wouldn't suffer, and that could help inflationary rates, but will it put unemployment at new levels? So there's gives and takes to this. We're watching it closely and you have to stay on your toes.
0: So how do you deal with that as people come in? Because the signals out there. So I got one guy here who says on CNBC that he believes there's the I never believed in the recession. And I think we they've done a great job and we are going to have that soft landing Uh, from Bank of America. Michael Harnett says the tech stocks, those in artificial intelligence are holding up the market. But he believes this is a combination of 2000 and 2008, a big rally before a big collapse.
1: Yeah. So To summarize it, it's active portfolio management. I I met with a referred potential client last week. So he knows two of my clients and they referred him. He came in and his biggest complaint, and he used two big box firms, Mm -hmm. and I won't mention their names. They start with M. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) They both, actually, they both do. Okay. (laughs) Um, But he used the two M big box firms and he looked across the desk at me and he said, They don't actively manage my portfolio, Mm -hmm. and that is the fundamental difference that I've seen over the last three, four, five years, that you can't just ride the market. If we do see a rolling recession or we do see sectors that have to reinvent themselves, why would you want to be in them? Mm -hmm. Why would you want to be in bonds when interest rates are rising? Why would you want to be in anything related to commercial real estate, if you believe that that industry is going to suffer. So one of the things that we're committed to at Hoffman Financial Group with our clients is active portfolio management. And that's not just language. That is rebalancing portfolios on a quarterly, latest, a four-month cycle. And that doesn't mean we rip and tear everything out of the portfolio. But small adjustments add up to big results over time, we feel. Mm -hmm. So if your portfolio manager, your advisory team is not actively managing your portfolio and meeting with you on a regular basis. And at Hoffman Financial Group, we believe the meetings on a regular basis means every quarter we touch base with every client, either via a Zoom call or an in-person meeting to show you exactly how your portfolio has behaved over the last quarter, to tell you what rebalances we're going to do to the portfolio, and to keep pace and beat the market. So that's why you pay an advisory team. You gotta beat it. You gotta lose less money when the market's going down, you gotta make more money when the market's going up. That's our constant target and our measuring stick at Hoffman Financial Group. And active portfolio management, I believe, over the next two, three, five years will beat passive index funds if you're engaged in
0: it. You and I have been doing this show for together for seven years. And when I think about where we were seven years ago and what we've gone through. Uh, with COVID, with uh, the interest rates, if you were a buy and hold person or you're just constantly putting money in that 401k and you had no management of it, would you be able to take advantage of the interest rates that we're having right now? Would you still be in bonds? Would you be able to take advantage of tech? All these different things that have changed without active management, you're going to miss it. Yeah.
1: And, And if you're working, that's your area of expertise. Right. Whether you're an engineer or a lawyer or a doctor or what have you, That's where you put in your best brain power. Do you really have time to work your 8-hour day, 10-hour day, 12-hour day, then come home and be a financial management expert or an investment professional? So the problem that the community faces is – Well, every time I give my money to a financial advisor, they build a portfolio and then they just sit there and it does nothing for a year. Mm -hmm. And they say, well, yeah, we've got it in proper balance. Well, a 60-40 portfolio in stocks and bonds had the second worst year last year in the history of the stock market, second only to the Great Depression. So why are you accepting that from your 401K or your advisory team? Well, 401k kind of traps you. They really only have, in large part, stocks and bonds in their portfolio. So you need to be actively managed. And I'm not talking about aggressive portfolio management. I'm not saying we call our clients and say, hey, we're moving 20% of your money to crypto, right? That's not our model. We're pre-retirees and retirees. It's not slow and steady growth. Hopefully, it's more aggressive than that. But it also has a protection element to it, and it has an income element to it. So we keep those three things in balance, income, protection, and growth.
2: Thanks for listening to the Money Unleashed podcast with Chris Hoffman. To find out more about the Hoffman Financial Group, go to UnleashYourMoney.com. And join Chris for his radio show, Money Unleashed, Sundays at noon on WSB Radio Atlanta. Chris Hoffman is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors, Inc., an SEC-registered investment advisor. Registered investment advisors and investment advisor representatives act as fiduciaries for all of our investment management clients. We have an obligation to act in the best interests of our clients and to make full disclosure of any conflicts of interest, if any exist. Please refer to our firm brochure, the ADV 2A, page 4, for additional information. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered by BWA. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. This information should not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Any client experiences discussed during this show are unique to that client. They are not meant to imply or suggest you will experience the same results. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate And when redeemed, may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Insurance license in Georgia number 163546.